Shadows, Swords and Soldiers, what I played in December 2021. 2021 is being put to the sword, and we wait with bated breath to find out if 2022 will be a better year. This month I've written about the 10 best books I read during the year, which you can find at my site andyjohnson.xyz. I've also put together a celebration of my favourite games of 2021, both old and new, which has been published by Entertainium. Amid the usual end-of-year rituals, I also found time to play four main games this month. I reviewed the shiny new Call of Duty entry, and a surprise expansion to my 2016 favourite, Shadow Tactics. The older games I took on were the 2013 Shadow Warrior remake, and the simply amazing Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain from 2015. To kick off, Call of Duty Vanguard, released in 2021, developed by Sledgehammer Games and published by Activision. It's strange sometimes how great oaks can grow from tiny acorns. Back in 2003, Call of Duty was a relatively ordinary World War II shooter built on a heavily modified Quake 3 engine. Other games also filled this description, like my perennial favourite Return to Castle Wolfenstein from 2001 and Medal of Honor Allied Assault from 2002. Today, Call of Duty is a multi-billion dollar franchise with 18 games released to date and a new one arriving each year. Vanguard was released in early November, and I finished it off at the start of December for a belated review for Entertainium. Previously, the last Call of Duty game I played was the original Modern Warfare way back in 2007. Relatively little has changed in the intervening 14 years. The new game is as cinematic, polished, brief, and crushingly linear as its predecessor. I must admit I had a great time with the campaign, despite its brevity and frustrating lack of freedom. The varied settings in the Pacific, Europe, the Soviet Union and North Africa help, but honestly the biggest draw is the technology. Vanguard looks amazing, and that covers a multitude of sins. Still, it's hard to recommend the game given its steep asking price, much of which will go to publishers Activision, who are being rightly attacked for their despicable workplace culture. Next up I played Shadow Warrior from 2013, developed by Flying Wild Hog and published by Devolver Digital. In the early to mid-2010s, there was a significant wave of games which revived classic shooters from the 90s. New Doom, Rise of the Triad and Wolfenstein games all arrived within a few years of each other, although the quality of those games varied wildly. The 2013 version of Shadow Warrior sits somewhere in the middle. The original game was released in 1997, one of the big three classic shooters that used the build engine, a technology which has cult status today. Polish developers Flying Wild Hog ditched the dubious stereotypes of the original, but kept the Asian mysticism, bulky guns and one-liners, and fused them with updated tech for a broadly satisfying package. Played nearly 10 years on, Shadow Warrior today seems like a strange precursor to the 2016 Doom. Almost everything that game does is also done by Flying Wild Hog's reboot, albeit earlier and in a much less refined way. Arena-style battles, upgrade systems, level progression, they're all remarkably similar to what id Software came up with later. The game's enemies seem frustratingly tanky at times, and the weapon selection is a little underwhelming, but Shadow Warrior still plays quite well today. I also plan to finish Shadow Warrior 2 soon, before the much-delayed Shadow Warrior 3 makes the series a trilogy at some point in 2022. Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain from 2015, developed by Kojima Productions and published by Konami. Hideo Kojima ended his long association with Konami in a famously acrimonious fashion. 
The release of Metal Gear Solid 5 in 2015 was cloaked in controversy, but now that over five years have passed and the dust has settled, the gameplay shines through. NGS 5 is a sprawling, detailed, and almost recklessly ambitious open-world stealth game. It's both Metal Gear Solid turned up to 11 and a radical reinvention for the series, somehow at the same time. Most obviously, the lengthy cutscenes which long defined the series have been largely scrapped in favour of radical player freedom in the settings of Afghanistan and the Angola Zaire border region. NGS 5 blows the earlier games completely out of the water. Sneaking around the game's environments, taking on the tactical espionage operations of its tagline, is absolutely gripping. The freedom to develop, deploy, use and experiment with a vast range of equipment, weapons, vehicles and companions is absorbing for many hours. While the open world has been called lifeless, the missions and situations are anything but. Impressive AI means that whether a mission proceeds flawlessly or goes awry, it will always be thrilling. The game's story may be flawed and serious, but the gameplay lends itself to an endless array of comic escapades involving sleeping gas mines, chicken hats, and inflatable decoys of Big Boss. I've had a brilliant time with MGS5 this month, and I almost wish I played it sooner. Finally, I played Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun, Ico's Choice, released in 2021, developed by Mimi Me Games, and published by Daedalic Entertainment. XCOM Chimera Squad was my favourite pleasant surprise of 2020, and Ico's Choice has easily taken that title for 2021. For years I've recommended the wonderful Shadow Tactics to anyone who will listen, and knew that it had acquired something of a cult reputation. Still, I was surprised and delighted when it was announced that the game was getting a belated standalone expansion. I got the chance to play the game to review it for Entertainium, and was not disappointed. With the original game, German developer Mimi Me, Me, Me took the formula established by Commandos and overhauled it in a thoughtful and graceful style. With Ico's choice, all of that is preserved in the course of six new missions, of which three are short interludes. The main missions are as large, complex and enthralling as the best ones in the main game. Better yet, the expansion gives more depth to the game's excellent main characters, who are as pleasant to spend time with as ever. 2022 will hopefully bring news of Mimi Me's next game, and it can't come soon enough. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can find more of my writing in text and audio form at my site andyjohnson.xyz. You can also find me on Twitter at andyjohnsonuk, and you can support me at patreon.com slash andyjohnson. Catch you next time.